In this inaugural episode, I talked to my brother Maurice, a.k.a. Reese Lowe, who was once an active member of 24 Karat Gold Gangster Crips from Oklahoma City. We talk at length about the nonverbal language of gang signs and gang colors. We also go into depth about some of the terminology used by gang members that outsiders scarcely have heard about. And as he'll tell you, it's way deeper than just wearing blue or red. Yeah, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's going on? It's good to see you. Yes, sir. Man, getting a hold of you is like herding Always. cats. It's like herding cats trying, uh, to, I mean, trying to corral first of you. Well, you shouldn't be herding cats. Yeah. <laughs> Not after what happened last <laughs> time, right? That's why I thought we could possibly Well, I'm glad you sat down just to chit chat with me for a little bit. Um, on the inaugural episode of Linguizzle. But what I wanted to talk about today is something... Man, hey, about. listen, I'm honored to be on the first episode. Right on. Well, what I want to talk about today is something you talked about at length on many, many occasions. Um, just about, you know, because one of the things that I, that I always think about is, you know, People just always being must misunderstood, groups being misunderstood. But I've been all, I've always been fascinated with the language, the nonverbal communication that takes place with gang colors, gang signs, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I know you got a lot of expertise in this in this uh, area, so that's why I wanted to hit you up and talk to you about it. Um, but you know, me and you grew up. We grew up in and. Lawton, Oklahoma, Fort Sill, Oklahoma, which is not a place. I mean, it, it wasn't L.A. We wouldn't. We didn't grow up with no gangs, anything like that. You remember the first time you had even you'd seen some gangs or gang activity, or heard of any Crips or Bloods in in Lawton? Um, the first time was probably in my early teen years. You know, uh, you know, as a, as a kid, you didn't hear. You didn't really see anything, or even if you did, you didn't identify with it. You know, yeah. it wasn't as prevalent as it started back in like the, you know, late '80s and early '90s. You know, as as uh, the gang culture came to Lawton, but you know, I was I was mainly influenced by our cousins who yeah. had been influenced in like the bigger cities, like in Oklahoma City, Tulsa yeah. area. Yeah, for those who don't know, Lawton used to be the third largest city in Oklahoma. What we had like 120,000 people. Well, ninety maybe ninety thousand, and then with the military base was another thirty, forty thousand. Right. But a lot of a lot of those a lot of the stuff came, um, like you know, like you said, they had moved to cities like Little Rock, Arkansas, and St. Louis, and Tulsa, and Oklahoma City, and places where you never would have thought. But um, but what I want to talk about today is gang colors. I see you got. I see you. You you wearing blue today. That's my, probably coincidental. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like blue. I still like blue. You know, for different reasons. You know. Yeah, I understand. Well, for me, um, I think that people think that Crips and Bloods is just a very simple distinction. That they wear one wears a blue uniform and the other one wears a red uniform, but we know it's a lot deeper than that. 
True. So what, what would you say about just that idea of being erroneous that is deeper than just red and blue? Well, I mean, once you once you go deeper into, you know, how Crips and Bloods, you know, derived, you'll see that it's just, you know, that that part of of the color distinction is just something, just one of about, I don't know, 50 things that, you know, differentiate Bloods from Crips, you know, from the from the lifestyle to the terminology, from the belief system, everything is, you know, it's similar, but not similar. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, the Crips, you know, uh, California Revolution and Progress, of course, it, it came from California. A lot of that was, you know, to protect the to protect the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you know, from, from outsiders and whatnot. And of course, the Bloods would do the same thing in California. And then, you know, when, you know, the Reagan era and, and, and the dope game became pre- prevalent, uh, you know, it became a little bit, you know, more violent and, and, and more, you know, territorial as far as turf and, you know, and money related. Right. Well, we'll talk about some of those other distinctions, but what are some other colors that a person can wear besides blue or red? I mean, how could you know that somebody is a blood or from another crypt? faction or set if they're not just wearing blue or red. I mean, is that is that possible? Yeah, one, if, um, you know, whether they got a like a red flag or a green flag or even sometimes black, you know, you just, if, if they're wearing it on the right side, then you know that, you know, you know, they're Damu or, or blood. So, but if you, if, they, if you see a, a loke on the, on the left side, then you know that they identify with the, you know, with, with the Crips. So, even if they had on, even if they had on red for some reason or another, you know, maybe an OG or something. If he had his his flag on the on the left side, you you already know that he's a crip, uh-huh. and uh, you know that, and that's mandatory. And that's another different <laughs> way you differentiate both of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's but with the color combinations is probably what you're asking. Just yeah. like uh, 24 karat, you know how we grew up, influence of 24 karat go gangster crip. Blue and gold is the color combination that that identifies the set. So yeah. you know, with each Crip set, you're going to have different color combinations. Whether it's Grape Street, you got the purple, but they still represent the blue. Stuff like that. So yeah. or whether, whether it's Hoover, you know, they, they have orange and blue. But they didn't always have orange and blue. Remember, they had, they used to be like baby blue colors. Well, baby blue was mainly, uh, you know, neighborhood colors. Oh, neighborhood. Okay. For neighborhood sets, you know what I'm saying? Even like, if, like if you're rolling twenties, it's it's gold and black. But yeah. back in the day, you know, before, uh, you know, everybody was really wearing orange and blue, Houston Astros, uh, stuff like that. Everyone was wearing Georgetown, you know, the H HCG, because they're from a Crip gang. So, and since us being gangster Crips is still that's another different thing. But that's for another topic. But that's how you identify, you know, certain crypt organizations. So, <clears throat> do um, do all crypt organizations get along? Are they one big happy family? Crips versus Bloods? Nah, <laughs> you know, it's it's you know different different belief systems, things that happened in the past that influenced one set to get into it with another set, or to have love for another set, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're from shotgun, and uh, you know a lot of the shotgun, 
you know, they said, whereas a lot of, you know, Green Bay, like the G stands for gun. And that's a green, you know. Okay. And, uh, but, you know, and they get along with it, like, you know, like with Hoover's and, 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 and other love sets that they have. But us, like us, you know, we get along with, 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 with love sets, you know, KG, which is carrot and gray. And then you got other love sets that we get along with at times, you know, and then it just depends on, you know, what might have gone on in a certain time period or, or, or some type of beef that went down that, de that determines whether you got love for somebody or not. Yeah, so you just you just touched on something uh, like different sports jerseys and different logos, uh, fashion logos and stuff that can that can have some sort of symbolism that outsiders probably wouldn't have no clue. So like you said, Green Bay Packers, are there any other ones like that? Oh yeah, like I saw, like I was saying, like Hoover says, you'll see them wearing orange and blue, whether it's Denver Broncos, whether it's Houston Astros, you know, 24 karat, you're gonna see Notre Dame, you know, Michigan. Because it, they wear blue and gold. Yeah, anything that's blue and gold that's gonna be affiliated, that's gonna let that see known. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, and that's another way of identifying, you know, the language, a certain language, the, the characteristics of the language, replacing the C's with the B's or the B's with the C's or whatever. You'll see uh, like cats from like rolling 60s wearing uh, 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 you know, uh, Seattle Mariners with the S or, or uh, I guess the S one of those hockey teams that, like Snoop Dogg had on in this video. Yeah, with the big S on his chest. Just kind of like how I got right here. You yeah. know, that right there, just let it be. I'm from 60s. So, you know, that's that's just how they is. What about, um, apart from colors, what about, the, like you said, you wear certain stuff on the left side or whatever. I remember in Oklahoma City, the the, 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 the Chicano gangs, they would crease, they, the Sureños, Southsiders would have a crease in the in the khakis that was shaped like an S. Yeah, see, yeah, and that's and that's what it is. That's what it's all about. Just like uh, a lot of the uh, the gang culture derived from the Hispanic gangs, because some of the most Hispanic gangs, some of the notorious ones, are some of the oldest gangs, and that type of culture just you know just moves forward and, and influenced you know the gang culture, the crip and the blood culture today. You know, for even from gangster disciples and. and uh, uh, you know, the other gang sets like in Chicago. Now, <clears throat> me and you know, but for those who may not know, you referred to a, a, a you, you mentioned a flag. You said if you wear your flag on the left side, what's what's a flag? I mean, that's just, I mean, that's your representation, just like, uh, you know, the United States, you know, they got the, the red, white, and blue flag with the stars and everything, you know, that's what you that's what you represent. That's what you die for. That's that's what you salute every day as a soldier, you know, and, and, and on the front lines every day. Kind of like the U.S. military. It's 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 a military type uh, mindset when you're out there in the streets. So that flag represents you, your turf, uh, your homies, uh, and everything that your set represents. So you 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 never let nobody disrespect that. You know what I'm saying? You keep that known. You keep that, you know, laying to the left. You know what I'm saying? Creased up. You know, we, we used to treat the flag like, you know, it was gold. Don't drop the flag. Don't let nobody disrespect the flag. And when you, you mean flag, you, know, you, you mean your, the bandana, right? Yeah, the bandana. Yeah, whether it was a gold one, a blue one, a purple one, 
or whatever, you know, that you're, yeah. that, that, you know, the colors you represent, because you want that to be known. There wasn't no shame in it. You know, that's, that's fear. That, was, that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And even to, even to the extent that some cats uh, might even have a red car or a blue car or uh, have the whole bedroom or the whole house. Yeah, when, when say, like when you lope to the brain, when you lope to the brain, it don't matter. You could have, like when I used to have my hair long, I had blue and gold, purple, uh, uh, rubber bands in my hair or, or, or right. little, little bowls where, where Nika and Candace, our sister used to wear in her hair. It's whatever you <laughs> can represent, that's what I'm doing. I used to have a gold pick in my little afro at school. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's head to toe when you represent yourself. Because yeah. that's the language you want people to know if you ain't ashamed of it. And, and, and whatever you're doing, that was your walk of life. And you wanted people to know that that's what, that's what it was about. Yeah. And you think about, um, like you were saying earlier about the uh, people, you know, if somebody had on a, uh, if you was a crip and you wore red, there were still ways that you could, you could show that you was a crip, where you wore your flag, maybe even put on a Band-Aid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was the band? Yeah, what did the Band-Aid represent, though? Yeah, I was like, I was a San Francisco Fortnite fan, right? You know, even growing up, and sometimes, you know, I, I was like, I would want to wear my San Francisco Fortnite stuff during football season. But yeah. you know, it had it had the gold in it, but then it had some red, and I'd put the Band-Aid. Some red. <laughs> yeah, because if you got the red on, you bleed. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and as a, a crip or as a loke, you you don't want to be affiliated with that, so. That was a way of covering it up, saying, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no blood. I'm not bleed. You know what I'm saying?" And so, you know, that was, that was rare things. But of course, I'm sure they did the same thing. You know. Well, I'm. You know, because you can you can think about. We didn't have dress codes. I mean, I don't think we did like uniforms at, at high school. I don't. Did they have uh, uniforms in high school and uh, Eisenhower? No, but it'd be times where I was too. I would dress too gang related for them. Like I would have a blue and gold hoodie on and then I'd have, you know, the pick in my hair and then I would have a flag in my pocket and then my shoes would be that color. And then they would know that I was gang related and they would have a problem with that because they felt like that would cause tension in the school because the bloods have tended the school or whatever or, or rival crip sets or whatever. So they felt like that was a distraction. Now you mentioned earlier. You said you know if you wore red, you'd be bleeding. Uh, what does that mean? Bleeding. <laughs> that, 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 that means that you know you, that uh you know you you affiliated with the Bloods or, or 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 you ain't got no problem with it. Which at the time we had a problem with it. So that was one way of showing disrespect or <laughs> respect to the Crip set. Man, listen, we're not. We're not, you know, we might have this little red on or whatever in my in my shirt or whatever, but it's covered up. Especially like if, you know, if you're a teenager or a young teenager and your mama bought these school clothes for you and you have to wear like, you know, some red clothes mm. and they making you wear them or maybe your school has a uniform and it, it's red, that's a way to show, right? Right, because like I remember one time, uh, Mama bought me a whole Chicago Bulls uh, <laughs> outfit you know, Which for is... my school clothes, and I, was, and I had you know I had to wear it, but I put band aids on it, 
And uh, <laughs> hey, it was clean, but I mean, I you know, I, yeah. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, absolutely. Now, but speaking about language, like you know, you was talking about bleeding and and, and different different expressions. Um, you know, what about the terms blood and cuz? People, people, most people know about crips and bloods, but they don't know about you know blood, cuz, loke. You mentioned the term loke. You know, a lot of that's that's a gang affiliated language too. Yeah, I mean, you know, cuz and loke, those are affectionate terms for. You know your 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 your, uh, your kin folk on the crip side, you know, and that's what we refer, you know, to our kin folk as cousins and and and, and lokes, and of, of course on on, on uh, the blood side, you know, they they damus, so you know, I don't know if they it's like family or, or whatever, you know, they 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 oh relative, is oh what yeah, they, they use the term relatives. That's my relative. You know, what I'm saying? so it's 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 similar but the opposite. So that's how we identify. With all the homies, that, you know, our cousins, our locos. So, uh, I mean, that's just a term that we use, you know, affectionately. Yeah, and it go, and you know, and it goes deeper, you know, when you think about <clears throat> when um, you talk about showing that loyalty, not even like you know, using a, a word that begins with the letter C or the letter B, depending on what, how you affiliate it. Yeah, it was a time where, you know, if 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 there was a word say like like back, you know, what I mean? you're going to replace the B with a C. And then on top of that, you're not going to replace the you're going to replace the 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 K with the C. So, you know, there's no disrespect there. Like if I say so what, cat, so what so what is the disrespect? What's the disrespect there? Well, the disrespect is, you know, <laughs> if, if 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 there's a C, if there's a C and a K, you know, progressive but, you know, you know that that's that crip killer. You know, okay. we're not gonna disrespect our own set. You know, by saying you know, kill the crip. So if you was gonna write a note to a, a little girl in, in school, and you say I'm a, I'll write you back. That's what you want to tell her. You would tell her. You would spell it with I write you cack. Yeah, I mean, and it was I, you know that was a way of life. Like your mind didn't think that it was spelled any other way. Like it would come <laughs> off like that. Like I still got prison letters that I think I wrote too. Yeah. And I don't really remember spelling it out that way. But the whole thing has got stuff crossed out. Yeah. Spelled in different ways. The 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 letters are all <laughs> tagged up. So you no, know that okay. it, it becomes a way of life. Yeah, and even going back to the to the to the wardrobe, I mean, you know, brand names like Calvin Klein was was CK Crip Killer. British Knights tennis shoes was blood killer. Exactly. You know, et cetera. People would avoid that. But even people would say, you know, bloods would say stuff like, give me a a cigarette instead of a cigarette because they wanted to avoid using the letter C in their language. Yeah, I mean, they I used to, my cousin used to just kid around like that all the time. Hey, give me a cigarette, blood, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, big and back being bulls, you know what I'm saying? We kick cat kick seeing cool, you know what I'm saying? So it, <laughs> it, it, just, it just come off like like that. You feel me? So how would you say how would you say um somebody's birthday? C day. You know, that's your C day. Cake day. Anything anything that doesn't have this you know, the bees affiliated with. Yeah. It's your low it's your low day. Or if, if you're from a go, it's your gold day. Or it's your great day. But you ain't gonna use the day. term birthday if you're a crip. 
to refer to somebody's one of the homies' birthday. That's what I'm saying. So anything that had, because you know, if if you was at war with bloods, you don't want you don't want no love. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with them. They didn't want no love. They don't want to be affiliated, especially if you banged out. So at that time of life, that's that's what it was. That's enemy number one. So you don't affiliate yourself with them whatsoever. And so the, the your communication as far as your language, the way you dressed, the way you approached everything had to be 100% loyal to the set. That's deep. And I don't think people realize that it runs that deep. Yeah, I mean, even it's a 13 year old kid. Yeah, you think about it like in California, I mean, even here too, and, and nationwide now, because the California influence is that deep. And, and, and you know, and, and the crib. And I mean, even you think about it, it's even in New York City now. I mean, that's the East Coast, that it runs that deep that, you know, it's a, it's a way of life when your cousins, your uncles, your, 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 your daddy, everybody, your mama could, could influence you at, at a small, as a small child. So you learn the same thing as we learn every day in school, at home, your friends and your, your everybody that's around you, that type of lifestyle. So that's all you know. So you grow up in it. And then when you when, when it becomes an everyday lifestyle, it's just a natural thing. And it's not a fad like a lot of people. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. So that brings up my the, uh, interesting point, which is about so what, what, what some people will call gang signs, you know, uh, I don't think, I think that's an outsider's term. I don't think people who are, who are representing the hood or they said or they hood or they gang or they click, they don't call them gang signs. They call them probably something else, right? I mean, you can okay. call them what you want. You, I mean, it's just a form of communication. They say gang signs, you know, I mean, that's, that's representing, what it is, really. hitting, them, hitting them up. Yo, stacking, whatever. Stacking. You know? But that's a language in itself because once you see <clears throat> that sign, I mean, you got to know. You got to know when somebody hits you up with they set, you got to know what set that is, what they doing, because there's, there's disrespectful sets and, and signs where people can throw it up and they're disrespecting you. And then the signs where they're just saying, hey, this is where I'm from. So, if, know, somebody, so if somebody threw up CK, for example... Yeah. Yeah, or warning, or warning you, you know what I'm saying? This is what it is. Don't step to me unless you come and correct. So, you know, but that in itself, you have to know and be able to identify sometimes 50 to 75 to 100 different sets. And you got to know, you know, what it is. And you got to have the right apparel on. You can't be, you know, walking around somebody's neighborhood. You can't come in nobody's direction. You can't even go to a party if you see something like that unless you're ready to get down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so what can you, what can a person actually, how much can a, can a, can a gang sign actually communicate to somebody else? It can communicate, I'm part of this gang, I'm part of this set, we're friends, we're enemies. What else could it communicate? I mean, it can communicate. You know whether or not you 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 know you're ready to get violent. I mean, if you if you're ready to kill or die for it, you know a lot of, a lot of dudes if you, if if they smart and, and you know they know when and, and where to use it, you know, or if they just ready to you know to, to to risk it all. But you know that's the thing. Or you know when somebody comes up to you and say where are you from, 
Are you are you gonna are you gonna represent it? You know, verbally and with your with your fingers. You gonna cross your fingers up and let them know you from the west side or the east side or the south side, north side. You know, you from Gangsta Crip. You from the Crip Gang or whatever. Because that's when all of your knowledge of where you from and all of your pride and all of your loyalty comes out. You know, and if you know, because some people are ready to die for it. I mean, and that's it's gonna be a hundred percent every time. And that's when you call somebody out. If they're afraid to do that, then you know what you're dealing with. Right. A coward, you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> right. Or, or fraudulent, you know? But, uh, you know, those that, you know, step on the front lines, they, they don't care. They're going to let it be known or let it see known. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, you know, what about, uh, because remember back in the day, well, first of all, just to lead into this question, you know, to call somebody cuz, you know, cuz used to just mean when we was growing up cousin. And back in the old, old, old days, you know, they say, hey, what's up, young blood? You know, the old school cast would say, what's up, young blood? They call you young blood. But now those terms have been appropriated by Crips and Bloods. Like you say, you can't, kinfolk, the term kinfolk is a Crip term. Yeah, that's not just talking to somebody that you're related to. Right. If you say relative, that's a that that's a, that's a that's a code. That's a language. If I say that's my relative in this particular context. A, a, an outsider or a don't know might just think, oh, that's my relative. That's my kinfolk. That's someone I'm related to. But but uh, but there's some other terms too that um, like the expression, especially in the '90s. I don't know if they still do it anymore. But uh, what's up? Because what's up used to just be, you know, hey, what's up, a greeting, a salutation. But it, it changed. When you tell somebody, you know, what's up? I mean, it, I, guess it, I guess it's your voice inflection, you know? Because you can say, you can, you can walk by somebody and say, hey, what's up, cuz? You know, just like, you know, it's cool. Everything's cool. Or you can be like, what's up, cuz? Yeah. What's up, cuz? You know, then, then it's confrontational. Like, maybe you're calling them out, like, who are you? Or where are you from? Or are you a crip? Are you a blood? I mean, or, you know, they, it's a way to bring it out That's about what it. Means, huh? What's yeah, up, we, huh? we, we want to know. You know, it's a territorial type term. You're asking in a territorial type fashion, like, what are you doing here? And, you know, and what's up? You know, why are you here? So, yeah. I mean, it's it's all about the 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 the, the body language. You got to be able to read people's body language if they if they active, which is another term, you know, for being you know gang related. You all in, you know, you ready to go on the front line. You ready to shoot, kill, whatever you got to do for the set. Because some people are inactive, but they're still part of the set. Yeah. You know, and they and they, and that's a term of endearment to a lot of them. You know, from you know my cuz or, or or you know my kinfolk. You know, and it's a, it's it's more of a a family based type thing. That's why people say, that's my blood, you know? But that don't mean you're a blood, but you know, that's, that's my family. Yeah. Same term though, you know? What about the term G and OG? What, what does it mean to be a G? I mean, you're, you're a gangster, you know? There's YGs, BGs, OGs, you know? It just well, depends on what race mean? you are. What's a YG? If you're an original gangster, if, say you're original gangster, I'm 43 years old. You know, I spent, what, 10 and a half years, 11 years straight in the joint. I done went, I've been on these streets. I got respect, you know, 
Yeah. I was there from day one. Yeah. So, and and once you put it down, you and you and you've represented the set, and you've done you know time for the turf, and you held it down even in there, and people respect you. And now it's time to be an original gangster, where people respect you in the ranks, and then you know, you know your influence is a lot bigger because you done went through the baby gangster stage, you know what I'm saying, or the baby loke stage, and, and you done put in the work, and people respect you, so they listen to your voice, whether it's positive or negative. That's an OG, you know. When you're a baby, you just you just now getting quoted on. You want to you know you want to get that respect. You want you want to be just like the OGs. You listen to what your OGs say, whether they guide you the right or the wrong way. But you 100% listening to your OGs, kind of like father figures, which comes to the point where most people get in the games for the simple fact they want that type of family. They want that type of you know protection. Which you know how you when you grow up with your cousins. Yeah. You close to your cousins, right? They right. like brothers. So <laughs> with your locs, them is your cousins. Yeah. So they like brothers, they like this. So and you're willing to live and die for them. So that's, that's how beautiful. it all branches up. And then once you become older and you can survive, whether it was uh, you know, putting in work, that's another language, you know, that a lot of people What's what's putting in work? You know, whether that's while well, you on the streets, you selling dope, you making money, you know what I'm saying? You provide for your family in the set, or you out here robbing or whatever, or you shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's gang related, and somebody done shot your homeboy or killed killed your family member or something like that, you gotta go out and ride. You gotta go out and retaliate. You know, or you didn't put in some work and you done got hemmed up by the police, and you don't say nothing. You know, and you go to prison, and then you gotta hold it down for the set in prison. You gotta let it see known who you are in prison because <laughs> now you're around all of them in a one in one pie whether it's bloods crips you know gangs of disciples vice lords you know mexican gangs ibhs you know that's indian brotherhoods and aryans and all that so now you know that's your you know your gladiator school but but once you're on the streets that's only prepping you for that next step so since you brought it up <clears throat> What is um? What's the difference between being on the streets and having you know having certain enemies or whatever on the streets? Is do those enemies when you go to the penitentiary? Is it just black and white? Do the do the, do the different uh, Crips and Bloods that they get together? Do they band as one? Are they still enemies with each other? How does that work? I mean, is the same the same. Uh, drama and beef that you had on the streets continues. You know, it doesn't uh, stop just because uh, you're, in, you're in prison. You know, especially if, um, you know, you're 100% down with it. You know, if somebody shot my best friend and I see him in prison, I'm obligated to right. ride for them. I'm obligated to, to ride for the set if we have an enemy set in there. And, and here's the deal, you know, you're civil to to a certain point, yeah. Because you know there's there, you know such thing as peace treaties and and and, compro and compromise, but you're always on alert because there's still no communication, there's still no love there, yeah. and you still got to be aware that you know that's the enemy. You never you never can let your guard down. Well, I guess my last question to you is because I know you're barbecuing. <laughs> It's raining over here, by the way. Uh, that's unfortunate. 
It is. <laughs> Oklahoma, we, hey, we get enough of that, man. Y'all, y'all need to get a little bit of that for a minute. But you know, they say you know what you know. There's a, a I don't know if it's an urban legend or a myth. I mean, I got my own ideas. I'm not here to talk about my own ideas. I wanted to get inside your head a little bit today. That uh, once in a gang, always in a gang. What do you say about that? Is that true? Is it false? Is it kind of true? Is it depends? I feel like I feel like if you ever been if you've ever had a hundred percent love for something and you were willing to die for it, it's always going to be a part of you. Yeah. You know. And I think you can always take the good from any situation that might be conceived or considered negative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, from my experiences of being, you know, actively part of a gang, you know, I learned a lot and I had a lot of love and I, le- I met a lot of great people and I still associate with and still have love for. You know, some of us yeah. have grown up and got, you know, have families and everything and I'll never stop loving it. Yeah. But a lot of negativity that I would, I guess I would change some things, you know what I'm saying? Because I regret, I have regrets. Yeah. But I feel like it'll always be a part of you, even though you're not actively involved. Yeah. Like I feel like 24 karat is always. I'm always gonna be 24 karat. Yeah. You know, I, I've got it. I've got it tattooed on me. I've got it branded on me. You know. So I mean, there's no way to escape your past. It's just you know what you do with that, and what you learn, and makes you a better person in the future. Yeah. Well. You know, I don't think anybody would, would contest the fact that anybody who is from Lawton, Oklahoma, or anywhere in the surrounding areas, I mean, everybody um, everybody knows that you have a lot of street credibility and a, and a lot of respect on both sides of the aisle. Anybody who knows Reese Lope knows that. And, um, but you also have my respect as your brother you know, because you've made a, a lot of strides, you know what I'm saying? So my hat's off to you in a lot of ways. Uh, we can go on and on about all that. But, hey, man, uh, I don't want to get too sentimental. This was supposed to be a podcast, you know, but I appreciate what you what you, um, what you you uh, shared here today. And uh, I think for me, at this point, just coming from a, a language perspective, there's just so much that, you know, Man, there's there's subcultures that that people don't even know about. They legislating, they making judgments. There's all kinds of stuff that's going on, man, and people don't have no clue, no clue at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Today we just scratched the you know the the simple surface, yeah. you know right. the basic stuff in it, man. It's it's a whole, it's almost like a college course, you know, what I mean, because yeah. it's a lifestyle yeah. every day. You learn and, something uh, new every it's day. Changed, it's changed since, you know, when you was active. The sets. Exactly. How many, how many sets do you think you're at your peak did you have, did you memorize? Did you have? I told you to put the charcoal on. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Oh, hey, man, this but, is, um, oh, this is coronavirus. We all, we all, we, we, we're doing this, uh, you know, on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, we're good. We're almost. Thought she was burning but, me um, real. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll, I'll let you go in here in one second. You probably forgotten a lot of so-called gang signs. How many do you think you knew at one time, at the peak? Man, I I mean I had I had to know about. Usually, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at least 
50 to 75 different, you know, gang sets, whether they was from, you know, Mexicans to to Bloods to Crips. And, and you had to know whatever. not just the, the, the gang sign, but what all that was, huh? Yeah, from, from you know, and then you uh, you identify with tattoos as well. So, you know, you never know until, and then you, unless you ask somebody, you got you to gotta have the, the, the huevos <laughs> to walk up and ask somebody, you know, where they're from, man. You know, because if you don't know, you never know. Yeah, that's slipping. right. You could be caught slipping, so. Slipping. Well, thanks, bro. I can't call you little bro no more because you're bigger than me. Younger, younger, bro. Hey, man, you know. Hey, you, you better get your weight up. Well, <laughs> Eat you your plate know, up. I got a food. No. I got a food. <laughs> my belly is bigger than yours. But uh, we working on it. <laughs> hey, but I appreciate you having me on. You know, I, I feel like, you know, what you're doing is good. It's good. And I was, I'm just honored to be a part of the, you know, this and be the first episode. So well, keep on doing what you're doing, bro. Yeah, I, you man. know, I love you. Uh, you know, I love you too. I tell you what, I mean, who else would I have on? You know, you got mad respect out there. But anyway, those who know, know. And if they don't know, now they know. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> All right. Anytime. Peace. Yeah, peace out. Enjoy the barbecue. You know it. All right.